Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've probably heard by now that Archbishop Vigano released two letters to the general public recently. The first, addressed to the president, spoke of the satanic forces arrayed against him and against the church, the existence of an organized network of corruption that secretly operated in both the church and in the state as separate but similar organizations, and their demonic origins. The second letter, which has been vastly overlooked by many Catholics, discusses the state of the Church and vindicates those of us, including myself, who have been saying for decades now that the cause of our problems in the Church is the Second Vatican Council and the subversion of the Church that led to the Council itself. Again, that second letter kind of got overlooked by the public as reactions to the letter of the President went viral. And that happened because the President did something most of us never saw coming, even though should have been obvious in hindsight. He tweeted it out to his 70 million followers on Twitter. The reactions to that have been priceless, to put it mildly. Forces in the Catholic commentary and news community that had otherwise chosen to ignore Vigano after his first couple of letters in 2018 chose to resume their attacks on him and to turn the issue into a political one. So we're going to go over that today because if you're a supporter of Vigano, this pertains to you. So let's get into this. But first, I wanted to thank everyone who has in the past couple of months either clicked that join button or decided to support the channel through Subscribestar, Patreon, or directly in the old-fashioned way. It is truly appreciated, especially in these uncertain times. Everyone who subscribes to this channel is in my prayers, and your support is always humbling. If you'd like to support the channel on a recurring basis, options for that are in the description of this video. Thanks again, and God bless. I'm going to start out with analysis with uh, J.D. Flynn's piece over at the National Catholic Register. He goes over the timeline of recent Vigano letters pretty nicely, but he does give a slight tone to his coverage, making it sound like Vigano's a bit of a kook. It's a lengthy quote that I have for you here, but it does a good job of setting the stage for how we got to the place where the president is sending out Vigano's letter to the public. And this does serve as one reaction to him from what is broadly considered a otherwise reputable source of information in the Western Catholic world. The piece I'm quoting here begins with Vigano's take on the affliction crisis and how it's been used to control people in his own estimation, including the plot to establish a global system of control. Then it gets to this, quoting that article. Vigano says, We have reason to believe, on the basis of official data on the incidence of the affliction as related to the number of deaths, that there are powers interested in creating panic among the world's population, with the sole aim of permanently imposing unacceptable reforms of restrictions on freedom, of controlling people, and of tracking their movements, the letter said. The letter did not identify the quote-unquote powers in question of the source of Archbishop Vigano's information. End quote. I'll briefly interject here. With what looks like a spike in cases of the affliction now happening in some places that had been the most persistent activity by the agents of chaos in the U.S. recently, be prepared for an attempt by the authorities 
to reimpose these same measures that are done in the name of controlling the crisis. All too predictable and convenient, if you ask me, but let's continue with the article. Quote, Among the letter's signatories were three cardinals and one sitting U.S. diocesan bishop, as well as Father Curzio Nicoglia, a priest of the Society of St. Pius X, a traditionalist group in quote-unquote irregular communion with the Church. Father Nicoglia is the author of The Magisterium of Vatican II, a 1994 article that claims that the Church of Vatican II is therefore not the apostolic and Roman Catholic Church instituted by our Lord Jesus Christ. Cardinal Robert Serra, prefect of the Vatican Dicastery, was originally listed as a signatory to the letter, but distanced himself from the letter after it was published. Weeks before that letter, in April, Archbishop Vigano gave an interview in which he declared that the Vatican has been for decades concealing the third secret of Fatima, despite the publication in 2000 of the third part of Mary's message from the apparition at Fatima by order of St. Pope St. John Paul II, and despite an accompanying theological commentary written by then Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, who became Pope Benedict XVI, having discussed both Fatima and the affliction already. In June, Archbishop Vigano penned his missive to the President and a letter on the Second Vatican Council. That letter criticized ecumenical and interreligious efforts of Pope St. John Paul, claiming that the Pope's Assisi prayer gatherings, quote, initiated a deviant succession of pantheons that were more or less official, even to the point of seeing bishops carrying the unclean idol of the Pacamama on their shoulders, sacrilegiously concealed under pretext of being a representation of sacred motherhood, end quote. Most significantly, Archbishop Vigano suggested that the Second Vatican Council catalyzed a massive but unseen schism in the Church, ushering in a false church alongside the true Church. The Council, Archbishop Vigano claimed, has led to a serious apostasy to which the highest levels of the hierarchy are exposed. The Archbishop did not specify those Church leaders whom he believes are exposed to apostasy, which is the total repudiation of the Catholic faith, end quote. I fail to see where the lie is in most of, if not all, of what Vigano said there, but, you know, I could be wrong. Now, if there's any interest in having a recording done of that letter by Father Nicoglia on the Church of Vatican II not being the Catholic Church, let me know. I've never read it, but if there's any interest, I may record it with a disclaimer. Anyway, when you lay out the timeline of recent Vigano activity in this way, there's a subtle attempt on display here. One that tries to make Vigano look like someone on the fringe. I mean, he even employs guilt by association there. After all, Vigano's last several letters talk about grand and secretive movements within the church and the state to subvert our way of life and our faith, to destroy our freedoms, and to make us subject of people who not only do not share our faith, but also are willing servants of the evil one. When laid out like Flynn did here, it makes Vigano look bad, since Catholics, at least a lot of Catholics, are not awake to the state of the church and the state of the world. But Flynn's treatment is downright respectful compared to some others. Over at America Magazine, we get a story that claims that Vigano is reaching out to the president in order to stay in the spotlight, to put attention on himself, instead of warning people about how bad things really are. That story begs its readers to not pay him any attention. Remember that Vigano claims that the church has been infiltrated and subverted by non-Catholics to destroy the church, and that they've put a false church up that masquerades as the Catholic Church. Keep that in mind as we go over the, as we briefly look at this a piece from America Magazine, which is, by the way, run by everyone's favorite uh, religious order now, the Jesuits, including everyone's favorite bridge builder, Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church. Again, remember that as we go into this. Quote, tweet. So honored by Archbishop Vigano's incredible letter to me, I hope everyone, religious or not, reads it. 
A tweet like this from the President of the United States, especially a tweet widely reported on in newspapers and on social media platforms, may lead some readers to think that the President's behavior and policies have been endorsed by the Catholic Church. It's not true. In reality, the President was responding to yet another public letter from a marginal figure, one who has made a growth industry over the last two years of writing increasingly paranoid and disturbing missives against Pope Francis, the Second Vatican Council, and many other enemies real and illusory, including most recently against an imagined quote-unquote deep church that he told the president parallels the purported deep state that the president has blamed for so many of his troubles. Archbishop Vigado's anti-Francis texts are often released in the United States in seeming coordination with a set of sympathetic publications amplified by media outlets even further out on the political and ecclesial fringe. But who is Archbishop Carlo Vigano? End quote. That piece goes into the attacks on Vigano's character that we've all heard by now, most of them from two years ago when he released his initial letter and testimony against McCarrick, where Vigano said that the popes of the past three decades had all known about McCarrick, and that's objectively true. It's a heck of a way to respond to a letter without really addressing any of the claims being made in it. But again, they ordered their readers to pay no attention to Vigano, and American Magazine gets a lot of normal, everyday Catholic readers who have no idea that they're reading a heterodox information outlet. As one of those increasingly fringe outlets the author of that piece is talking about, trust me when I say that there is no coordination going on. We're all just flying by the seat of our pants here whenever he releases something. But never a good opportunity can be let to go to waste, as it is a terrible look for an outlet like American Magazine to push the ideas that they do including normalization of sins that the church has repeatedly condemned for 2,000 years, sins that the Bible calls sins that cry out to heaven for vengeance. That's never stopped American Magazine to be being used by its editor for his bridge-building campaign, and he's gone on the record to say that he thought St. Paul was wrong on the Skittles issue. So remember that if, if or more likely, when Catholics in your life try to bring up Vigano and Tarm as being a loon in the coming days because it's probably going to happen. None of this includes the reactions on Twitter where influential figures like professional Fra Francis fan fiction writer Austin Ivore and the unfortunately named Massimo Fagioli both took to the social media site that leads many into sin and perdition to express their own brands of hostility to Vigano, who refuses to endorse the current flavor of modernism emanating from Rome. It's also very tiresome, which is why I'm only mentioning it and not really giving any space. I'll only say this, Massimo Fagioli publicly compared Vigano to a, shall we say, certain part of a woman's anatomy. And if that isn't disgusting behavior unbecoming of a Christian, well, I don't know what is, and that's why I'm not showing you these tweets. But remember that he has leveled attacks on American political figures whom he has called morally unfit to serve. And remember that for the people pushing the cultural subversion from within the church, perversity seems to be a common denominator. I'll leave it at that. I can only stomach so much of this. Vigano seems to have struck a nerve. If you haven't listened to or read Vigano's letter on the Second Vatican Council, which I put up on Thursday of last week, I highly recommend that you do so. I consider it essential for people who want to understand why the church is in the shape it is in today. I recorded it and put it up on Friday. It should be one of the recommended videos on your screen right now if you're watching this on YouTube. Please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.